This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Let's take a second to thank today's sponsor, Anchor. Anchor is by far the absolute easiest way to make a podcast. And when I say easy, I mean easy. First of all, it's completely free. And there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit right from your phone or your computer. Best of all, with Anchor, you can add any songs from Spotify directly to your episodes. So the possibilities are endless on what you can create. Whether you want to create a music analysis, your own radio show, a deep dive on your favorite genre or artist, or something that the world's never heard before. Anchor will even help publish your show to Spotify so you can reach hundreds of millions of listeners. Oh, did I mention there's no copyright on the songs? Yeah, it's that easy. If you guys want to start a podcast that includes music, or you guys just want to start a podcast in general, get started by downloading the free Anchor app or going to anchor.fm. And if you need some inspiration, you can head over to blog.anchor.fm slash music from some more idea starters. Thank you so much, and let's get into the episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Real Real Podcast with me, Natalie Barbu. Today's episode is a really exciting one. Not only do I get to interview a YouTuber or influencer living in LA, but I get to interview one of my really, really good friends, which is always a lot of fun. So I am interviewing Tasha, and if you guys don't know who she is, she's a YouTuber, and she focuses more on lifestyle, fashion, she does a lot of vlogs, she has a lot of week in my life, so if you guys are into that, definitely check her out. But she's also just a really good friend of mine, and Tasha and I have been following each other probably, she's one of my oldest YouTubers friends but we didn't meet until last year i just remember following her from before me and her were in college so it has been quite a while i have been like instagram friends with her or subscribed to her channel and i just remember one time i was in college it was like my freshman year and her like dming me or commenting on a video and being like oh like i'm going to college next year like this video was really helpful so that is how i know that we have been internet friends for a very long time But I get to interview her and I'm so excited and I don't know, she just shares a lot of insight on what it's like kind of living and dating in LA and also being a YouTuber in college and kind of in LA as well. So it's a little different of a take than when I interviewed my friend Allie who moved across the country and moved there because Tasha's in a totally different industry and I don't know, I just think it's really interesting. Also, I am currently in Miami right now. So if you hear background noise, it's because my apartment is right next to a highway and also my parents are doing laundry so there is just a lot going on in my apartment and it is 10 45 the day before this is going up so if you guys are listening to this on monday the day it uploaded i recorded this intro not only like i recorded this about 10 hours nine hours before this podcast goes live and i definitely should get more ahead of these intros but i like them being as close to the publishing date as possible just so that it's more relevant because even though this interview was done a few weeks ago i like having the intro be done uh as close to when it goes up just so it's more relevant to my life like i want to tell you guys that in my i'm in miami and you guys are like oh yeah i know that because i follow you on instagram you know Anyways, I also wanted to thank you guys for the reviews that you guys have been giving this podcast. And if you guys have not yet given this a review, please, please, please do that. And if you guys do that, 
dm it to me just so i can personally thank you because i think that that just means so much to me and it's a really great way of kind of showing how you guys are feeling about the podcast because unlike youtube you can't comment on individual episodes you know so giving it a review is just really really helpful and that would just mean so much to me and in order to say my thanks i wanted to shout out a reviewer of the week so this reviewer of the week is sophie and she said i just started listening to this podcast and it's hands down my favorite at the moment i love the intentionality and realness that Natalie has in each episode. The guests so far have been so insightful and really genuine at sharing their stories slash giving advice. Katie has been my favorite thus far. I'm 24 and graduated with an elementary education degree, so it's so refreshing to hear her share about her experience as a young teacher. Each episode gets better and better. Give one a try. Thank you so much, Sophie, because that is exactly what I want this podcast to bring. I want it to be intentional. I want it to bring realness, which is why the name is even the real, real. Like, I want you guys to hear people that sound and are like similar and are similar to you, not just people that you aspire to be like success stories, even though I am so pumped to interview people like that as well. But I want it to look like you, like, be more relatable and I don't know just have something to look forward to know that you guys aren't alone in the world that you're in or also just if you're curious about the way other people live their lives it's a great way for someone else to share their story which I think is just I don't know a fun a fun platform to do it on is definitely podcasting so before I keep rambling I just wanted to say thank you for that and also one last thing before the episode starts if you guys have not already join the private Facebook group because not only is it only for you guys like it is mainly for you guys to network you guys I hope one of you guys finds a job on there I want you guys to meet people I hope that you meet your next best friend on there like I want this Facebook group to be for you guys I had posted on there that I wanted to do kind of like a live not a live show that's not what I want to do but I wanted to do a brunch or a lunch so I wanted to go to a city that you guys live in and do a brunch or lunch and just kind of sit down with you guys and chat and talk and mingle so comment your city on my post that I had posted in there of asking you where you guys live so far the top ones are new york city dc and washington er, and boston and lucky for you those are very accessible for me and i go to new york city a lot so that would be really easy and dc and boston are such a quick and cheap plane ride away so it would just be really fun to do something like that and be sure to comment it on there but now we can get into this episode with tasha welcome to the real real podcast with natalie garbu instagram might be your highlight reel but we're here to talk about the real real Let's talk about styling hair because it is a whole production, especially when you are battling frizz. And take it from me, I live in Miami, Florida. It is about to be summer. I really know frizz, but honestly, I would rather be doing something else like booking a spontaneous vacation to St. Bart's or rewatching the Eras tour for like the third time. You know, the important stuff. But who actually has time for frizz? Introducing Way's new anti-frizz cream, it is like a superhero for your hair. It provides immediate frizz control that lasts up to 72 hours. I actually brought it on a trip with me and my friend borrowed it and she purchased it right then and there because it was that good. So how does this fit into my hair routine? It is 
the best thing I could have done for my hair. I am all about saving time and the anti-frizz cream does just that. Plus the Sydney inspired North Bondi scent is so amazing. You can thank bergamot, Italian lemon violet and more. And as someone who is always concerned about heat damage because I definitely use a lot of heat on my hair, this anti-frizz cream provides heat protection, which is such a big relief. And my hair feels so much lighter and looks smoother after using it. Get busy being frizz free with Way's new anti-frizz cream. It's not just about taming frizz. It also provides heat protection up to 450 degrees, reduces and repairs split ends, quenches dry hair with intense hydration. And according to a consumer perception study, 90% of participants agreed that their hair looked less frizzy after using it. I can definitely contest that. And while you're at it, check out Way's other bestsellers like the leave-in conditioner, which I also use, detox shampoo, fragrances, hair oils, and hair gloss. They're all essential for achieving that salon-worthy look at home. So you can frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter promo code RealReal for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code RealReal. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today, as it should, with Earnin. Earnin is an app that is changing the game when it comes to getting paid. Imagine having access to the money you've earned as you work, not just waiting for payday. With Earnin, you can access up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. So think about it. The next time you're planning a special night out, you need a last minute gift for a loved one, or you face an unexpected expense, like maybe a trip to the vet. Earnin has you covered. For me, it's about having the flexibility to handle those surprise expenses that life throws my way. So whether it's unexpected bills or needing to cover rent when things are tight, Earnin gives me peace of mind knowing that I have access to my hard-earned cash when I need it most. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability, security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type Real Real under podcast when you sign up. It really helps the show, so please don't forget that step. Real Real under podcast. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Hi, everyone. I am with Tasha. Hello. And we are just going to start off with setting the record straight. So basically, if you guys haven't listened to another podcast episode, I just ask kind of stereotypes or things that people think about LA in this case and Tasha's gonna tell me if they're myths or if they're actually true. Everyone uses dating apps in LA. I would say not everyone obviously but a lot of people do. It's definitely getting more popular and I feel like it wouldn't be weird to assume that someone did. Yeah I feel like it's kind of happening everywhere not just like Mm -hmm. LA but I feel like LA starts all of these not trends but you know like it's it's probably more common here than in like small town nebraska Mm -hmm. for example yeah and it's hard to date in la it definitely is i mean i don't even know if that's just la or big cities in general but it's it's definitely hard or maybe i'm just (laughs) like handicapped in that sense no i think okay new york i've heard is so hard i've also heard that because i feel like in places where there's just so many people you think it's easy because there's so many people but it's actually hard because People are 
always thinking that they can like do better you know it's yeah. like oh well I like you but like there's so many other people I probably can find someone else mm-hmm. too yeah and then sure. it just ends up being impossible everyone is trying to be famous in LA I don't think so I feel like I have that view just because I go to school here so the people I go to school with are getting traditional jobs that aren't mm-hmm. in entertainment really so I don't think so but I could see as someone coming in within that industry they could see that way but that's not how I see it. I feel like you have a unique perspective because you came here for school versus coming here for like YouTube or the entertainment industry so your friends are just like accounting majors and (laughs) business majors or engineering majors. I could not imagine coming here just not for school and not knowing anyone. I think I would struggle for sure just because I do tend to hang out with people that aren't you know on social media more so yeah it would definitely be hard. Yeah no I definitely think so because when I moved here over the summer for those two and a half months it was hard finding friends just because the only connections I had was really through YouTube like I didn't have other people here but there definitely are like super sweet people and no matter where you go but it is harder to find when your thing is just entertainment Mm -hmm. being an influencer is easy it's it's not easy i think it's easier you know than having a nine to five job technically because you're doing stuff at least for me that i love to do and you can be flexible with it but it's definitely not like okay let me spend 10 minutes on this today and then i'm done for the week like yeah. I think it's I think it's easier, you know, in relation to typical jobs just because there's so much flexibility and it's something that you can really cater toward your interests, but it's not, you know, like the easiest thing yeah. out there. Yeah. Yeah, no, totally. And people only see like what you post. Like no one sees the behind the scenes and people have such stereotypes on like influencers, quote unquote. I don't like that word, but you know, like yeah. People that do YouTube or Instagram or whatever, like people have such stereotypes about them that they just think, oh, you're so dumb, it's so easy, but like you don't see everything that goes into it. Yeah, like I'm not gonna say, oh no, it's so hard. Yeah. But it's it's not like it's not like five minutes, you know? No, totally. And it's hard to find real friends in LA. Kind of like I said, not really for me just because I go to school here, but yeah, like I said, if I came here without school, it would definitely be hard because, I don't know, I'm pretty picky with friends, I think, and yeah. yeah, it would be hard to find genuine people, I think. Yeah, and I feel like that's just any big city. Like, I'm saying LA because obviously we're here and this is where Tasha lives and stuff like that, but, and I feel like so many people want to move to LA, but I definitely think that in any big city, you have to be like really picky with who your friends are. But also in a small city, I feel like people are just as fake. Mm-hmm. People are just as, you know, it's, I feel like it's just everyone. Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> Like sure. you have to be picky no matter where you are. Now that we're done with setting the record straight, just tell us a little bit about yourself, like where you go to school, what you're majoring in, what your plans are. Yeah, so I am 22. I go to USC, but I'll be graduating in less than a month now. So I'm a communication major. Um, I do YouTube as well as Natalie. Um, so as of now, I'm going to try and do that just at least for a few months post-grad just to kind of put all my time into it because I've never been able to try it full-time. I've always been doing school while I've been making videos. So I'm going to try that and then see how it goes. And if I'm not loving it or it's not doing what I want, Mm -hmm. I guess, um, I mean, I have to pay bills, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then I'll probably start applying to jobs. I'm interested in like fashion and just that space. So that's pretty 
um, plentiful in LA. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not too concerned with it, but that's kind of my current plan. Yeah. And honestly, having a YouTube, I feel like is so helpful when you do get a job. Like mm-hmm. people don't really realize that, but even for me, like I am not in the fashion world at all in like my, my corporate job, but even for me, it was so different and unique that you do YouTube and you've managed to make a business out of it. Cause so many people try to do it and like they're doing videos, but they're not really like collaborating with brands or, you know, making a living off of it. So I feel like that's really, really impressive. Like you basically started your own business. Yeah, especially because the jobs that I would want to go into are kind of similar to the stuff that I'm doing now. I'm interested in like social media and like marketing, that kind of stuff. So it's it's kind of like I'm making my own portfolio now, which is helpful. And I think that's another way I can kind of like justify it. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, no, that's so exciting. I'm so excited for you after college because I feel like you're going to love it. Like I love post-grad. I like it better than college. Yeah, I'm and I loved college. so ready to graduate. Yeah, I loved college too, but... This last year, it's just kind of been like, okay, yeah, <laughs> I'm ready to leave. That's how I felt. I was like, I really just want to be done. Like, yeah. I'm done studying. I'm done taking tests. I'm done doing homework. Like, I just yeah. want to leave. Yeah, it's going to classes so hard. I know. <laughs> and you have night classes, which sucks, yeah. I feel like. Yeah, I mean, it's a good and bad thing. Then I have my day. But yeah. then I can, like, sleep until 11. <laughs> yeah, true, true. And why did you want to move to L.A.? Was it for school or did you want to move to L.A. so you looked at schools here? Like, what was your reasoning? Um, I always loved California. I don't know. Even before I ever visited California, I was like, oh, I want to live in California. I don't know. I just always loved the vibe, even just from, like, seeing pictures. Like, I watched yeah. the hills all the time. Um <laughs> And I wanted a big city, and I wanted it to be warm, and I wanted, like, the beach. So that leaves, what, like, Miami and L.A.? LA and, like, yeah. I don't know, Florida, Miami, not not my vibe, really, necessarily, um, to live in. So it kind of left L.A., and then, yeah, I just looked at the schools here, and that's what happened. Yeah, and you're from the complete opposite of California. You're from yeah. cold and snowy upstate New York, yeah, so... Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's so weird when I go home. Yeah, but it's, like, totally the opposite, um, which is kind of nice because when I go home, it's, like, complete opposite, and I get to, you know, go to nature stuff again, and it's, like, small town, so... Yeah, and you want to stay in L.A. for how long, you think? Like, do you want to live here permanently? I know that you're here after college, but, like, do you see yourself, like, being here forever? Yeah, I, I definitely see myself in Southern California long-term. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know L.A. necessarily, but I really like Orange County a lot, like Laguna. Um, I don't know. I want to live other places, but there's just nowhere, at least in the U.S., that I'm like, oh, I want to live there. So, I don't know. We'll see. I Where like else that. would you live outside of the U.S.? Um, I like London a lot. It's just, I don't know. It would be so weird, and like I don't see myself living somewhere else like, for longer than a year, yeah, but that's also not necessarily feasible, so I don't know. We'll see where things go, but... I really need to go to London again. I I I was so little. I was just looking at Airbnbs. Okay, Tasha and I have a plan. (laughs) (laughs) We're gonna go to London for, like, a month, just do extended Airbnb eventually. (laughs) I've been looking also, and there was one that was so nice in, like, an amazing area, and it was one of those, like, super hosts and, like, super homes where they... Like, had professional people at Airbnb come and take the pictures. Yes. You know, I stayed in one of those last time. So nice. So nice. So nice. So, that one, it actually wasn't the most overpriced thing either. And for a month, I was like, it's okay. Like, it's only one month. It's furnished. You don't have to bring much stuff. They had, like, a full kitchen. We can cook. (laughs) 
Exactly. So I am so down. If any of you guys are from London, then you can DM me or Tasha and let us know what you guys think of this plan. LA has so many stereotypes that just from like, I don't know, Hollywood, TV shows, movies, whatever. It's such like a big common place. I feel like when people think of the United States from outside of it, they think of Hollywood. So are the stereotypes true? Like are people, I don't know, shallow, fame obsessed, or are they like super chill? I mean, I guess I know that there's probably both everywhere you go, but yeah. I think those are such common stereotypes. I mean, I think stereotypes all come from something, you know? Yeah. They just don't come out of nowhere. So, yeah, I could see it. I mean, there are a lot of shallow people, uh, especially with, like, social media and all that stuff. Um, there's really chill people, you know, live by the mm-hmm. beach, like, surf every day. So I feel like, yeah, I mean, that stuff is true, but obviously with everything, it's not everyone. Yeah. Have you met anyone that you were just, like, taken so off guard with? Okay, you are so, like, shallow or you're so, like... I don't know, like, only want to be famous or... Um, I mean, don't say there, names. Yeah, but, yeah, there's nothing that, like, sticks out to me, but I'm sure I've had, like, those interactions yeah. or at least, like, seen people. Like, I don't really go to clubs a lot, but whenever you're, like, waiting in line for a club, like, you see those people. Oh, yeah, yeah. Clubs are not really my scene. When I was here, I never went to clubs. Mm-hmm. We went to bars, but, like, I don't know. I feel like that's such a different environment than a... Yeah, no, it's crazy. Like, you just wait out there, and then, like, the Lambos pull up, and it's just, like, it's funny, but yeah, not really my scene either. What is your favorite part of going to school here, or what's your favorite part of USC? Because I feel like I have a lot of listeners that are going to college, and they're in college, or some of you guys are even at USC, so, like, what is your favorite part about going here that you would tell other people? Well, I wanted a school that was you know, just had a ton of school spirit, and everyone loves USC, like, I would say, like, 95% of people at USC would not go anywhere else if they were offered it, like, I just Mm -hmm. love the school spirit, I love how proud everyone is of going to USC, and then in terms of just, like, why I like USC as a choice also is because it isn't a big city, I know, like, a lot of big schools are kind of in, like, smaller towns, and they're kind of, like, the main thing of the town, but with USC, like, you're in LA, so you can do so many things on the weekend and you're not just stuck on campus so that's especially what I've liked this last year when I'm kind of getting away from collegey things I can go and do what I want on the weekends Mm -hmm. or do more like work things and I don't feel like I'm just stuck at college yeah I never wanted that I was between Clemson and NC State which Raleigh is way bigger city than like Clemson South Carolina like Clemson is the town is the college like everyone just It revolves around the college. And even though the campus was beautiful and they had so much school pride, I was just like, what am I going to do when I want to leave? Like, when I want to not be at school anymore, I have nowhere to go. Yeah, I feel like that's a lot of of big schools. Yeah, so I I chose NC State literally for that reason. Even though I liked Clemson's campus better and they had, like, better sports and everything like that, I was just like, I know that I'm going to be miserable (laughs) if I have to be stuck here. And I definitely would have been. Because even in Raleigh, which is not like a big city or anything, but it's bigger than like a small town. And even then I was like, I need to leave. Like, I'm so tired of this place. Yeah. So thankfully I didn't. I mean, some people love their college town and that's so awesome. Yeah, no, it's cool. It just wasn't for me. I could see it because you get like, you know, really close with everyone there and it has like a cool feeling. But yeah, I'd rather go to school in the city. Yeah, definitely. And then USC is also a really good school, so it, it helps too. It's not like, yeah. oh, it's a bad school, but like it's fun. Yeah, like yeah. it's actually like a really, really good school. And how are the people at USC, like are they very like academic? Are they, you know, like what would you describe someone, like the average student here? 
Um, I feel like this is a, not, what's the word, not stereotype, uh, cliche, mm-hmm. but work hard, play hard, honestly. Yeah. I mean, especially with, like, I, I'm in a sorority, so, like, especially with Greek life, it's very much, like, okay, we're doing our work, we're, like, staying up all night, getting this done, and then we're going out, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, three days out of the week. I mean, maybe more, I don't know, I don't, like, go out that often anymore, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, I feel like that's a big thing. Obviously, it's a hard school to get into. People want to get good grades, um, but at the same time, they want to have fun. So mm-hmm. I feel like that's definitely something that sets USC apart as like um, a rigorous school is that people are down to have a good time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I came here for a football game and it was my only football game at USC, which I'm so glad I got to experience because it was a lot of fun. Even though you guys were on, well, it was like a weird time for you, right? Weren't you guys on probation or a lot of fraternities? Yeah, yeah. Were... a lot of the fraternities were just not, yeah, not yeah. on social. So it was still like a, I guess like a weird time to come according to people here at USC, but it was still so much fun. I definitely think I was like a little too old for it. Yeah, no, me too, <laughs> honestly. Me too. <laughs> like I was at like one of the fraternity houses and it was, I mean, freshman year me, sophomore year me would have like been, this was so cool and it definitely <laughs> was, was like, so cool. dove into the pit. <laughs> <laughs> but I definitely was like okay I I get like the hype but I am a little old mm-hmm. um but no it was so fun and it's like unlike other schools I don't know like in east coast and west coast schools are so different so it was something I've like never experienced before and it was just a bunch of people like in the house but like it was all open like a, they had a DJ like I don't know it was just really really cool so they definitely do go out a lot yeah I feel like one of the examples that I think of is you'll, like, see someone who is always drunk, like, blackout all the time, and then you'll find out they got, like, a perfect SAT score. That's so annoying, though. Okay. Oh, that's also a part of living (laughs) by USC. There's lots of sirens, so. (laughs) I'll be used to it when I move to New York. Oh, yeah. No, but that is so... I always think that's so annoying because I was one of those people that had to study for hours, and, like, if I... I'd be at the library for so long and my friends that would they would like go out and then study for like two hours and then they'd do better than me on a test. And I was just like, oh, I hate you. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Or the people that are like, oh my God, I did so bad on this test. Like I totally bombed it. And then you get it back and they got like a 95 and you got like a 68 <laughs> and you're just like, well, <laughs> I didn't think I did that bad, but I guess so. Classic. <laughs> yeah, that's so annoying. And then what do you think is it's like to be an influencer in college? And, like, what, how's that, like, balance for you? And also being an influencer just, like, in L.A., since there are so many here, like, how have you experienced that? Um, it's hard because I obviously do, like, college vlogs and that kind of stuff, but Mm -hmm. I, I really like to, at least when I'm on campus or in class, like, kind of separate myself from YouTube. Like, I don't want people to, like, be in a group project with me and think of me as, like, oh, the YouTube girl who's obsessed with clothes and that kind of stuff, like... I want to be seen as a student and someone that is, like, intelligent enough to, like, be here. And I feel like I definitely get judgment from that. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. I like to separate it, but it's kind of hard, I guess, sometimes. And then in L.A., it's kind of weird because there's so many people here. I feel like I'm not, like, a super big YouTuber, so I always, whenever I go to events, I feel like kind of just like a little fish what's the term like little fish a little fish in a big pond is that it is that like what you I don't I know that's an expression but I don't know if that's like what we're trying to say it kind (laughs) of is like I don't know I just feel like I'm just like a small little person and there's so many other people but I don't know that's fine it just makes 
you know, you're more motivated, I guess. Yeah, in college, I feel like do uh, well, I feel like USC also has a lot more people that do it, or does it not? Are there um, not that many YouTubers here? Uh, as of now, I can only think of one other major person, but we're in different, like, demographics, so, mm-hmm. um, the other people that I do know of have, like, graduated right now, by now, gotcha. yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, that's how I was in school, like, I didn't ever, like, share that I did YouTube, like, to people, I wasn't like, oh, by the way, like, I do YouTube videos, <laughs> like, if they found out through, like, following me or whatever, that's fine, I don't care, but I would, that was never, like, my fun fact, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> first day of classes, like, I don't know, people I just, people in class are always like, oh, I, I totally know you from somewhere, and, like, I'm obviously not gonna be like, oh, well, I do YouTube, so it's probably from that, <laughs> so I'm just like, oh, no way, and, like, I know they know, but they don't want to just, like, come out with it, mm-hmm. so it's just kind of, like, neither of us want to say anything, and then, like, 30 minutes later, they're gonna be like, oh, wait, like, it might have been this video I saw, like, and I'm like, yeah. That happens <laughs> all the time, yeah. and, it, like, honestly, everyone does that, like, sometimes I'll do that, like, I'll see someone that I, like, know that I've seen on Instagram or mm-hmm. YouTube, but I don't want to just, like, flat out go up to them and be like, oh, my God, I watched your video the other day, even though I don't care when people say that to me, like, yeah. I think it's nice but I just like never go up to people and tell them that yeah (laughs) I always do that (laughs) how is the dating scene in LA like do you use apps what are your favorite apps what do most people use um yeah I feel like a lot of people are on apps yeah I don't know I feel like when I go out I never really see it as like a super mingly environment I always Mm -hmm. see it as kind of like oh, this group of guys are together and they're like hanging out or maybe they're hanging out with like their group of girlfriends and then like vice versa um i would say the biggest apps in la uh i don't know i guess all of them just because it's such a big city but my friends and i use hinge the most i think um i feel like hinge has taken like taken off though even in north carolina everyone uses hinge yeah that's the thing like my friend and I were talking, we're like, oh, pretty soon it's going to get, like, too saturated. Because <laughs> yeah. I feel like a lot of the apps are, like, like, Hinge is now still, like, pretty cool. And you can see, like, I guess more normal people. But then mm-hmm. if you go on, like, Tinder, it's just kind of, like, everyone was about Tinder. So it's just, like, everyone's on Tinder. Yeah. Um, a lot of, like, influencery people use Raya in LA. Yeah. Which is, like, an application-based app. Um... But yeah, I don't know. I guess it's I guess it's apps mostly, but I'm sure people meet other ways too. Like I've met people at bars, but it's just like it's not the number one way, I think. Yeah, no. Definitely. I mean, dating apps I feel like everywhere have been super popular. Like all mm-hmm. my single friends use dating apps, mm-hmm. all of them. I know the answer to this because Tasha and I always talk about this stuff, but what are some of your worst date experiences? Oh god, okay. Um <laughs> there's been a few times where I've met up with guys and they've been blackout. Oh my god, wait, off of a dating app? <laughs> yeah, this happened like twice. How do you do like why do you think that's okay? And like okay, it it, it wasn't like a sit down dinner date because Unless I'm really into the person and I know for sure they're going to be normal, I'll try to do it more of like, hey, I'm going here with my friends, like, you should come out. So then if they're weird, I can, like, abort the situation. Yeah, and Um, you're with friends. Yeah, so that happened once with this guy who, like, I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't super interested. Like, he went to kind of, like, a party school and, like, I could tell just by his profile that he was big into, like, raves and that kind of stuff. So I could tell, but he also worked at, like, PWC, so I was like, okay, um and it's kind of my fault because 
I was going to this bar with people and they were taking so long and they were making me late. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think he was there for a while with his friend before I got there. But still, when I got there, he was so drunk. He was like slurring and then like kept repeating like the same things over and over. And I just remember he kept saying to me like, sorry, I'm so sloshed. Sloshed. Oh my God. Yeah. So that was a no. Um, Did he text you afterwards? Like, hey, sorry no, about that. Oh wait, actually... I think he did text me, but I don't think he apologized for being drunk. For being slashed. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. Like, he was a nice person. I was just like, no. Um, and then, yeah, another time, this guy called me, like, six times before. <gasps> you told me about this. This is weird, you and, guys. And, like, he was, like, drunk. Because he would call me and ask me, like, the same questions over and over. And this was, like, before 9 p.m. So I was like, ugh. But I didn't want to... At this point, I was like, I'm already in too deep. Like, I have to still meet this guy. And then... Yeah, he was super drunk, and he ended up, like, I tried to go to the bathroom to escape him, and he, like, FaceTimed me twice while I was in the bathroom. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, that is so weird. Yeah, and then I, like, escaped him, and he blocked me, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> if you're watching, or if you're listening to this, don't do that. <laughs> don't. Like, I That's feel, just, like, I feel weird. Kind of bad, because he was probably so embarrassed, but at the same time, like, come on. I could I be, mean, I could be really drunk, and I would know. Yeah, probably calling someone that I've never met six times probably not the move oh they're in the bathroom let me just check on them twice face yeah what am i gonna answer it while i'm like on the toilet (laughs) probably not that is Um, so weird yeah and he's the one that blocked you i would not feel bad i think that's strange he should learn he should know he didn't block me immediately it was like a few weeks after he blocked me that's i like i was like showing people him because i was telling them the story and i could show them him for like the first week and then after that he was just like maybe someone you think someone like told him that you talked about him and maybe that's why no way we don't have like any mutual connections that is so weird did you post a video about it did you ever mention it no i've only talked about it with like my friends yeah um well, yeah, I mean, don't be clingy like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's just a lot. That's weird. That's so weird. Yeah, it was cringy. There's so many, like, horror stories, I feel like, from dating apps. Not just because you have so many people, but honestly, they turn make for great stories. So, yeah. what are some stories? You get, like, a free dinner, a free drink, and yeah. then you have a good story. I know. I, I'm trying to think. Another one, this is not that bad, but... I met up with this guy and I was trying to, I've been trying to meet up with different types of guys because I always end up going for the same type of guy and it's never working out for me. So I was meeting up with this different type of guy (laughs) and it was so bad. Like it was just really awkward. I think he was nervous, but the conversation was just not flowing. It was like, I was forcing things. How do you leave that? Like, how do you just be like, you know what? Well, that's the thing is I thought it was not going well, but he obviously thought it was going well because mid-conversation, he kept trying to make out with me. (laughs) And we were, it wasn't like we were in the, you know, the corner of a bar. We were like at the bar at a restaurant and like everyone else had left because it was like the awkward time between like dinner and like, it was just, it was just late and no one went there for like drinks. So it was just us at the bar and like the bartenders were like in the bar. So it was like awkward and he kept trying to make out with me. And I was just so extremely not down. I was just uncomfy. Um, yeah, no, that is so weird. What's your type of guy, you think? Like, what's if someone was like, what's your type? I mean, I don't really... I've decided I really don't have a physical type because I'm every, I'm attracted to just all different looking types of guys. Yeah, that's how um, I am. But I always go with guys that are in finance. <laughs> um, and probably, like, on the line of 
douchey and confident mm-hmm. and like smart i i like guys that i mean like it went to at least like competitive schools <laughs> normally i don't know if that sounds bad but no um, you just want someone that's more like academic I guess. yeah like they yeah. care about that but yeah they end up being pretty douchey so <laughs> yeah no i feel like everyone has a type but eventually like your type doesn't mean like oh you're gonna end up with someone like that it's just like naturally what you're drawn towards but right someone might surprise you so we'll see <laughs> <laughs> what's like the going out scene in la like do you meet people out have you met like friends out or like guys out or what how is like the going out scene is it very clicky are people more open um i don't know i think it depends where you go out yeah there's so many different like going out scenes in la there's definitely the club scene which i i don't i really feel like you wouldn't meet that many people because it's very like you go to a table and you're there yeah whatever Um, i hate the club scene that's like my least favorite I know, same. My friends sometimes will be like, hey, do you want to go to this club tonight? And I'm like, uh... No. No. (laughs) Um, There's, like, a lot of people go to bars. Um, That's where I like to go are, like, bars in West LA the most. Yeah, I mean, there's bars in every part of LA. Like, downtown LA, there's bars. Um, West Hollywood, bars. Like, there's bars everywhere. It's just Mm -hmm. kind of, like, what vibe you like. Yeah. Yeah. No, there are different types of people no matter where you go. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like every place like that but LA and New York especially have literally if you want like a biker bar you will find that if you want a club you will find that if you want like a trendy place with cool cocktails like yeah like there's tons of cool rooftop bars but they're not necessarily like meet people bars it's like go here for a date or go here for drinks before like that kind of thing yeah and what's the best part about or best and worst so maybe start with worst so we can end on a good note what's the worst part about living here everything's so expensive yeah and traffic (laughs) and traffic yeah yeah no rent is super expensive it's hard to find a place Mm -hmm. like I'm moving um in July but I can't start looking for apartments until like July yeah (laughs) which is so stressful because I love planning things in advance especially somewhere I'm gonna live like Mm -hmm. you know that's something I like to plan um and like you only have that little window so if there's an apartment that you like that's like in June you can't get it, you know? Yeah, that's, like, the kind of... You're so limited. Yeah, that's, like, kind of the good thing, because when I can look, I can get those ones, but I've been looking, and I found, like, this super awesome, like, apartment for a really good price, but I'm like, yeah, there's no possible way it'll be available when I'm looking, so... Yeah, we'll see. TBD. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. My friend Pernea, she's actually moving to New York, and she, I just went to Coachella with her this past weekend, and she flew out yesterday from LA to New York. She's there. Um, her dad's going to come. They're looking for apartments, and on Monday, she's already moving in. Like, wow. less than a week. She hasn't even, like, found any apartments, really, that she likes, so she's literally just going there hoping for the best, and her dad's bringing her stuff, and they're gonna move her in on Monday. That's what's hard, though, is, like, I'm gonna live with people, and so it's, like, we all need to agree on the place, but it's, like, everyone has such different schedules, like, am I gonna be sending them videos of the places, like, yeah, no, that's hard, that's really hard, good luck, though, I know that it'll work out (laughs) fine, thank you, you. and honestly, LA, at least you have so many options, so Mm -hmm. that is, like, the good thing, so, and then what is the best part about living here? I just think there's so many different things to do, not even just LA, but California in general. Like you have the beach, you have the city, you have like downtown, you have all the shopping, but you can drive, you know, two hours and be in San Diego. You can drive like 
four and a half hours and be in San Francisco. You can mm-hmm. drive a few hours and be in the mountains with snow. Or you can be in Mexico. I just think yeah. it's super cool. There's so many different things. And that's kind of the same with LA. There's so many different areas, so many different vibes. and You get nature, you get <clears> the city, you get like nightlife. Like, yeah, it's everything. Exactly. That's what I like. And I like, I don't know, you can get the city vibe if you go downtown. But you can also like... It's spread out, so, you know, you can, Mm -hmm. like, I mean, that kind of sucks, but it's kind of good at the same time, I guess. Yeah, no, definitely. And if you don't, I mean, there's always traffic, like, Mm -hmm. regardless. LA traffic is real. Before I came here, I thought, like, "Eh, is it really that bad? It is. So, (laughs) it's horrible. And parking here is horrible also. Mm -hmm. But it is nice because you do have kind of, like, a community feeling wherever you are. Like, if you're in downtown, I feel like you kind of have, like, you don't really leave downtown when you're in downtown or like if you're in Santa Monica like you have that beach community type of feeling yeah you don't feel like you're in like a huge huge city because you don't have to ever go to downtown if you don't want to mm-hmm. so I feel like that's really nice about it yeah but thank you for being on the podcast I loved like hearing all your thank you for having kind of like me. what LA is like <laughs> dating stories I think it's super interesting and like yeah. being in college so. yeah I mean I feel like it's different for everyone but yeah this was just me Yeah, no, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. I hope that you guys found it entertaining of her date stories and also just insightful on kind of being a college YouTuber. I feel like it's definitely different and not everyone can say that they know a college YouTuber or are one. So I thought that was really, really interesting. And I feel like a lot of people are curious of kind of hearing someone's story besides just from their own platforms. So I'm really glad that Tasha shared it with us. Be sure to follow Tasha on all of her social medias. So her YouTube, her Instagram, Twitter, anything like that. And thank you guys so, so much for watching this episode. I pretty much said everything I needed to say in the intro about the Facebook page and the lunch and giving a review so if you need to be reminded please be sure to give us a review that would be just mean the world to me and also join the facebook group and like us on instagram or follow us on instagram not like us i don't know why i said that follow us on instagram i hope that you guys enjoyed today's episode and i will see you guys next monday with another episode of the real real podcast thanks guys Hey, my name is Lovan Rumpf, and I've been working my ass off as a celebrity stylist by day and a podcast host by night. At the Low Life Podcast, it's all about keeping it real. We're talking fashion, beauty, to religion, sex, drugs, mental health. I mean, there's no topic off limits here, and vulnerability is mandatory. You can find my podcast, The Low Life, that's L-O, no W, everywhere and anywhere you listen to your podcasts. New episodes are out every Thursday. We'll see you then.